This is the Lucas Bean Audio Experience. Hello, hello, hello. Pablo is in the house. What is up, my friend? Not much, not much. Just here, uh, working through an airdrop and working through raising funds and dropping a product tomorrow. Just, uh, you know, just a typical day of a lot of stuff on our plate. That's what it is. Awesome. It's You know, it's better to be busy uh, like that than, you know, got nothing to do for a little yeah. while, I guess, right? You are right. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's a, a little bit also like, what, what are you doing, Pablo? Why, why, why are you trying to do it all? <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Like, Dude, you're preaching to the choir. So I definitely know what you, you're talking about. Because yeah. the reason why you're wanting to do it all is because it's then in your locus of control, right? And then you don't have to worry about relying on somebody else that might not be able to do it right. So Yeah. But yeah. No, you're right. It's a, uh, it's a problem about like, I think I've had that problem a lot on just as a designer, you know, just like uh, as a designer, it's just like, I, you want to get those, uh, push those pixels, those little details, and you feel like you're the only one that understands how blend those colors and make those things look perfect and but if you really want to grow and if you want to uh do other things you have to delegate and, and and trust other people that they can also mix those pixels and make them look beautiful right i absolutely agree with you 100 percent. it's really tough though to to let that control go when you're uh, such a good artist like you so and or if you're good at anything you're like man if i just had one more of me that cares as much as me right at yeah. the end of the day like no one's going to care about your project as much as you do and you can't expect them to in a way you know so that's the way the way i think that's the way of the world right <laughs> no one's going to care about your baby as much as you so yeah 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 and, and you have to be okay with that but also uh i think it's not about like them caring about your thing but more you have to start looking up what they care about right and it's like what how can this thing that yeah like you're saying it's my baby is my thing but it can also be maybe not exactly about exactly about this thing my baby but more about the things that they want to learn the things that they the skills that they want to develop what are the what are the actual dreams why, why are they joining our team oh because they uh, they, they, they want to actually improve their skills or like have an excuse to uh, do design or uh, go out there and like, for example, right now, like learn more about blockchain and, and learn more about NFTs. Like that's a, that's a, like you have to find those things that motivate people and then make the work about those motivations. And it's not really about you the things that you care is about the things that they care and and when you you find that and you realize that it's about that then they do care a lot right because they, they they're doing it for for the things that matter to them and, and yeah so and, and then at the end everybody wins you that was very well said and and can i tell you perfect segue so let's uh let's see who's in the space let's see if we got some good folks in here we do all right, let's reset the room real quick. All right, everybody, welcome to this chat with Pablo Stanley, the creator of 
Robatos. He's an amazing artist. I love the art. I'm sure you folks in the audience love the art. I know Amy loves the art. I know Passion loves the art. And I know, obviously, Keith down there. It looks like a lot of Robatos are in the room that I know. Good job, guys. And Pablo, welcome. Welcome up here. Welcome to the chat. I very much appreciate your time. I know it's. Uh, I know you're a busy guy. And uh, yeah, just yeah. glad you're here. Yeah, thanks for organizing this and thanks for having me. It's uh, awesome. Yeah, you're right. I, I see a lot of uh, people with Robotos. So uh, yeah, Robotos forever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Robotos, but, what's up? Yeah. So let's, uh, let me uh, start with by asking you, like, literally, what prompted you to like come up with the Robotos? Like, literally, what was your like, this like moment of like, you know what, I'm going to create robots and make a 10,000 collection and all that stuff. Like just, just give me the history of like, kind of like if you can give me like maybe like a 30 or 60 second, like intro of you. And then also, uh, you know, how you came up with this amazing, amazing art. Oh, thank you, man. Um, well, um, I'm, I'm Pablo, Pablo Stanley. I am a designer and also, uh, an artist. I'm also a co-founder at a startup called blush. Uh, and, and yeah, I've been in the, I suppose like the tech space, is that what you call it? Uh, for over like a couple of years and just like, uh, working as a UX designer and then UX designer is suddenly turned CEO, uh, and got into the whole thing about like being a founder and just like starting a company, uh, and still doing that. Uh, <laughs> and it's, uh, on the par of, uh, Robotos and Robotos, uh, like started like two months ago. Or two, uh, yeah, it's it's been already two months. Wow, uh, it's it's been really quick. And uh, just like a, how it all started, it really started like in a weird way. I would say uh, uh, somebody messaged like I have been having FOMO about NFTs since last year. I've been seeing all the news and I've seen all the artists, and I was like, wow, what what is going on? What how are they doing this? And it's like. Uh, and I tried to get in, in into it, but it was also really hard. Just like trying to like a friend of mine, like who was already months ahead, he was trying to explain me all everything about the wallet and and just like never share your your your, your secret key. And I was like, oh, okay, well I don't get it, but okay, let's do this. And it's like it was a mess. And then suddenly I had to pay for gas. I was like, what gas? What do you mean gas? This is is this a car? What what are you talking about? So it was. It was a mess. And this was back in uh, um, just like February of this year. When doesn't it, it feel like, doesn't it feel like a year ago, two years ago already? It oh, feels literally uh, in the NFT space, it's like forever ago. <laughs> forever ago, yes. And I would say that I my experience then was like, okay, this is really hard. I This seems like it's cool, it's exciting, but at the same time, I, 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 I don't know. I don't get it just now. Then uh, fast forward, and uh, that's in, in June, July, uh, when uh, somebody messaged me and was like, hey, uh, Pablo, are you related to this project? It's an NFT project. And they sent me a link. And it was a link to a collection that this collection had was using uh, some art that I had made uh, two and a half years ago. And this is, uh, I, I made open source uh, illustrations. Uh, maybe some of you have seen some of them. Uh, one of them is called Humans. Humans. 
and it's like a like a flat illustrations of people and a, a lot of uh, other designers have used them for their own designs and one of these illustrations uh, open source illustrations that I put out there uh, it was called bots and like uh, robots but just bots uh, and bots with triple s at the end bots uh, or triple T I don't know uh, bots, yeah, it's it's triple just, s it's triple s yeah, yeah. It's triple t no it's triple t oh it's triple t it's triple t I think. Bot, bots not bots yeah it's, it's, yeah it's, it's yeah it's butts as in b-u-t-t -T, and then sss.com right <laughs> but no this is bots oh my bad which one i'm sorry wrong one <laughs> yeah so i love the names yeah so this one was just a collection a uh like an illustration system where like pretty much just like before I even knew about NFTs and uh, generative projects, uh, generative art projects, like I was creating illustration systems that did that, you know, where it's like you could change the the faces, the, the mouth, the antenna on the top, the bodies, like the colors of the skin, like actually the, well, more the metal uh, <laughs> and the, the, the textures and all the stuff like you could change. And this was all using uh, Sketch, uh, Sketch, which is a design tool for pretty much like for UX designers. And I put it out there, open source, and it's like, hey, anyone can use this. Use it however you want. Not a lot of people used it, I would say, because a lot of people were like, what am I, that, this is cool, Pablo. What, what am I going to do with illustrations or robots? And I was like, okay, uh, goodbye, like whatever. Uh, fast forward uh, three years later, and then somebody, like, again, somebody messaged me, like, hey, are you related to this project? And somebody had used that art to create a collection, which uh, which was okay because I did open source it, and I put it out there for in public domain. So anyone could use it for anything. And and I and I went into the Discord where, where this uh, collection was uh, done, uh, well, uh, who, whoever did it. And I was like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm the artist behind this. And at the same time, I was like, hey, you know, like, I, I, I'm not related to this project, but, uh, but I am the artist. And, and I don't know, like, people took it in a way that it's like, oh, hold on. So you're the artist and you're not related to the project? What's going on? So I think uh, people didn't like that. And, and, but at the end of the day, what I got from that was like, oh, People like my art. What? What is going on here? People are actually like sharing my my little drawings. That's pretty cool. So I was like, okay, well, if they like this thing that I did three years ago, I'm pretty sure that they will like something new. So that's when I said like, okay, you know what? I'm going to create my own collection. And I created this uh, and I'm going to keep the same theme, you know, like robots, but it's like robotos and it's fresh and it's like actually like I think my art has evolved and I'm going to do something different. And and yeah, and I, I think it then after that, it's just like, hey, I just keep kept creating the art and it took me like a month uh, to just create all, all the things. And then I was, uh, while I was doing it, I was uh, very open about the art creation and everything. I, I, I kept doing like almost like a daily live stream where it's like, hey, let's, I'm, I'm opening up my computer and you can see me creating these things and I'll talk over my, my creative process while I go through these. And I think I made like a, around like 18 videos, uh, just live streams. And those are on YouTube if you, if you care about like watching that stuff. But I think, uh, I don't know, like the community, uh, I was also taking suggestions from the community, just like, hey, 
would it be cool if the robot had this or uh, what about a robot with this? And I kept just like even a notion page, like a notion table where it's like I was taking notes of uh, the suggestions from the people and just like trying to get to those suggestions. Some of the suggestions weren't as good. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take a note of that, but maybe I won't do it. <laughs> I, I won't prioritize that one. Uh, and, and yeah, and just like, uh, after that, it just like, uh, uh, we got a team just, uh, uh, like I, I, I brought another person, uh, who have, I have worked with, uh, uh, like Zach and he's a developer and he, like, while I was doing the art, he was learning all about like a, like a, how can we do this in a generative way? How can we like do it all randomly, but also add some weight, uh, to the generation and also just like learning about uh just like solidity depth and all that stuff and and it was kind of a learning experience for both of us and now we're keep we keep doing experiments you know because we're learning as we go and we're just like hey what if we did this what how how are we going to do an airdrop should we do a contract should we use a tool uh and how how are we going to do uh like a, the, the the next generation of these things and uh, any anyway it's been a and a fun learning journey and that is, I don't know, it's with a community that is really involved and really passionate. And I just feel blessed that I, that I have a team that is passionate about this. And also that there's a community behind this that it just like that loves the Robotos. Yeah. I mean, we love them. Obviously we love the Robotos. <laughs> what, I'm wondering like, what were the projects you were like eyeballing early on that you were like, oh man, I really need to get involved in this stuff. Besides your art being, you know, in the NFT space, what was the other pieces? Were like, were other collections like standing out to you where you were like, wow, this one's really cool. Wow, that one's really cool. How do I get into, how do I get involved? Like what really lit that fire for you to like superly get involved and go, I'm going to make this generative project. I'm just going to go for it and, and make this amazing Roboto art. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, like early on, uh, I think we all wa watch what uh, people uh, made. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, a sixty-nine million. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like Crazy that amounts. was news <laughs> everywhere, and it was like wow. But even before then, uh, I was like, uh, like just looking at the like like crypto punks what they did, and and just like seeing other projects uh, more like on like on the one of ones. So like more of the stuff that you will see in Rarible or on foundation and just like collections, there weren't just like generative art, but more like a, like collections of like a dropping one every week or sure. 10 every two weeks. So th that was like a huge inspiration seeing different artists who just doing that stuff. And then, uh, back in June, like when we we're like, we we're starting, I actually like saw, uh, like, uh, like the board apes and just like the cool cats. And like, I was at the same time, I, I was looking at the penguins too. And, and also dead fellas was like doing, uh, while we were, uh, working on, on our stuff, like dead fellas was also working on, on, uh, on parallel. That was pretty cool just to see happening. And so it was like, uh, just like seeing the space, like all, all the other artists and like all the other teams, what they were doing, it was uh, a, a huge inspiration. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Is there a, is there one that you try to emulate the most or was it, was it just basically I'm creating the ro the robotos because I already have, I've built some robot basically art that that's free to use in a way. Right. So did you just go off of that right away or did you figure out like a no, new I, like way of doing it? Yeah, go ahead. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went 
uh, I tried to stay away from that style. Uh, I was, it, it was really tentative to just like recreate that. And I was like, no, 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 this has to be new. This has to be a totally new uh, art style and everything. Uh, and and that's what I did. Like uh, the the it's actually kind of different from other stuff that I've done before. So it, it was more me just also experimenting with new with an, an art style that I tried, but I never really like. Uh, it's not something that you would say like, oh, that's that's Pablo, that's Pablo Stanley, uh, because like <laughs> it it will be hard to to say what what my art is because I keep experimenting with things. Uh, I keep jumping. It's like, oh, I like this art style. I'm just going to try doing these kinds of things. Um, so yeah, um, it, it was more like a, an experimenting uh, experimenting with with a new art style, at least on my side for me. Well, it seems like you did a pretty good job. I would say. Thank I'm wondering. You. I'm wondering. Uh, what's your favorite trait of the Robotos right now? Like, what is which one like stands out to you? Because I I know the one that you're wearing right now. I'm assuming is yours, and that's your personal Robato <laughs> you created for yourself. Like, is there like a certain trait that really that you were just like, wow, man, I really I'm really glad I created that one trait in the Robotos. It's really cool. Like, yeah. what would you say? I I I have to say the the Mohawk. Just like I don't know. It makes the because the robotos are kind of uh, like kind of cute and kind of like uh, family friendly and just like a, a hopefully a brand that can be embraced by uh, all ages. Uh, but like there are some traits that bring a little bit of edginess uh, and, 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 and the rough, like it's called rough mohawk actually. Uh, it, I don't know. I like it because it's just like, it's really simple, but it also makes uh, any Roboto, even if it has a cute face, uh, it makes it look like a like 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 it has an edge, you know, and it's and it likes to uh, party, but also takes things seriously. Uh, I uh, ever since uh, I, I had a punk rock band when I was a teenager, so I don't know, like uh, punk music and punk culture is kind of uh, I have it in in my roots. Uh, uh, maybe, uh, I, and I did wear a mohawk when I was a kid. <laughs> it was pretty bad because I didn't Seriously? know how to. You had a mohawk, yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah, but, but I didn't nice. know how to keep it up, you know? It would just, like, keep falling, and I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it takes keep... a lot of product, dude. It takes a <laughs> yeah. lot of product. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, like, me, a <laughs> pretty bad mohawk that I was just trying to get it up with, uh, just, like, with regular gel, and it's, like, no. Like, n later I knew that it was, like, no, that's... But, but back then, I didn't have Google that I could just, like, Google how to have a mohawk that stays up, you know? Right, <laughs> yeah. There were no tutorials of this. First, first, first world problems we got here, huh? How do we keep a mohawk up? <laughs> yeah, and so, so yeah, like, uh, I suppose, like, a, the, the, like, the punk jacket, too, just, like, a, some, another trait that I really like, and, and those two, just because, I don't know, because it, it goes back to my, my roots as a, as a teenager who was, like, developing their mindset and thinking that they could change the world by not eating um, animal products and by going and doing them protests on uh, on different things. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can change the system if you're part of the system too, and you can change it change it from inside. So it's like, hey, be a punk rocker, but at the same time, go in there and 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 I don't know, be like, get yourself into the system, and then you can change it from inside. I don't know. I had a I was uh, 16 years the old. The corporate punk rocker. Was that? The corporate punk rocker. 
Yeah. I'm trying to trying to fix everything from the inside. Um, I like that you said you were doing like the live streams to help w- while you're actually building these out and showing and including yeah, the community. Yeah, the process. Have you done that with other projects in the past? Yeah, I like that kind of. It's it's like a process thread almost that you would do on Twitter, but next level by doing it as a live. Yeah, stream. and we and we actually recommend that like to everybody we talk to in these spaces because we like teaching you know artists because artists aren't always great at marketing. So we like try to explain, I at least try to explain every single basically day that building out your process, showing, you know, building in public and showing like your creative process as you create pieces, like changes, it basically changes people's perception and they can actually follow along the storyline and people buy into the story and the narrative, right? And they get invested in you and because they're buying, they're investing in you as the person, the artist. So yeah, and it's. It's it's a uh, uh, I to the question like had I done this in other projects and it's the answer is yes I I've been doing uh, live streams about like drawing comics uh, like a drawing like actually like even courses uh, if you go to my YouTube channel it, it's called Sketch Together uh, and a Sketch Together you're going to see just. I, I made like free courses on different tools like design tools and art tools. Uh, and I made a, just, I don't know, like a, I think it's a, for me, it's when I started in the space of product design, it, this was like, I don't know, like eight years ago, I think. Um, there weren't a lot of resources out there. And, and, and the space was a little bit, it wasn't new, but it, like it was also like for our newcomer, it was kind of hard to get in and learn the different things you needed to, to know. So uh, uh, as I was going through the process of learning, uh, I challenged myself to also uh, share what I was learning. And I think that's actually something that if you really want to learn a skill, something that you are trying to understand better, like try to teach it. Which is sounds like counterintuitive, right? How are you going to teach something you're learning? But is that process of actually when you are digesting something and then try to actually explain that thing that you just learned to someone else. And by doing that, going through that process, you are actually going to uh, force yourself to understand it better and explain it in simple, in a simple way. And by going through that process in your head, you are really cementing that knowledge in your head. And just by going through that loop where you're not just only inputting information, you are really uh, outputting it to and putting it in practice. And just by doing that, I think that's something that I've done for, for a long time. And and I've also like realized that it's uh, when you're teaching, you're learning. And, and, and for me, I don't know, like it's uh, now part of a, a lot of the things that I do, just like uh, try to make the place inclusive and try to bring others and because if you if if you teach and if you are part of that then you're going to also allow others to tell you the other things you're not uh, considering and 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 you're being part of a conversation and you are collaborating with others and you uh, you're growing together how much do you pay that's a great oh, sorry go ahead amy Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. How much do you pay attention to uh, the numbers uh, on the uh, crypto market with your with your basically the Roboto's here? 
Uh, How much do you pay attention? Are you like, are you? Do you get excited every every time you see the the Robotos? You know what I mean? Because I know I'm sure you got ex- really excited when it launched. Because I know I would have. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, is it it's the same excitement when people start like all of a sudden like it's almost like people keep rediscovering things and NFTs, right? They come in, they rediscover. You know, the the community is amazing inside the Robotos Discord. And then other folks rediscover it again. More folks keep coming in the NFT space, and they find your robotos. Yeah. How do you feel when you, when all of a sudden a bunch of people come in and say, "Oh my God, I just rediscovered this," and they're all they all just start buying robotos? And do you just start? Do you watch those numbers like go up and go? And then you go, "Wait, what's going on here?" Or are you more like, "Hey, I'm busy doing work," and oh, I just looked at it at the end of the day, and holy cow, they're they're uh, they're kind of going up right now. What's your take uh, on that? I maybe I shouldn't accept this, but I'm I I don't pay uh, too much attention to the numbers. Uh, I pay attention to the people who join uh, the the like I, I don't know how to call it the community, the team, uh, who the the people who become collectors, and just like seeing the excitement uh, from the people on on Discord and on Twitter. I I. <sighs> I I learned that uh, if if I put too much attention to the numbers, then it might affect the way that I do art and the decisions that I make while I'm creating things. Because if you like, even like, let's go back, like not even on NFTs, like on Instagram content or on YouTube content that you, that I create uh, or the Medium articles that I put out there. Uh, if I put too much attention to which ones were more liked and which ones weren't, then it's. I think it's it's good to just like look at it and 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 maybe see what is there. But if you focus too much on it, then it will affect your uh, creative process because then you're going to be like, oh, maybe I should write more about that. Maybe I should only talk about this thing and only create this specific thing because apparently that's what people like, and and I think that's that's a I'm 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 not criticizing going no, that route. I get it. It doesn't it, it doesn't allow you to be as creative and experiment and try new things because you're too worried about like trying to write for things maybe you're not interested anymore in, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. And it's like uh, there are some things that have excited me a lot that don't get a lot of likes <laughs> it is like eh, i don't care i enjoyed doing it i i for me it was a a thing that i learned from and and now i can move on to the next thing and if yeah i i don't know like i i focus more like you're saying on like on the creation part and on the things that i'm learning on the process on listening to people not too much on the numbers, but more on the comments. And I do pay attention to those things where it's like, hey, let's see the comments. Uh, let's see what the, uh, if people are suggesting other things. And, and yeah, like, but on the NFTs, like I, I see, I, I mean, I have to see because like everybody talks about that stuff. It's like, hey, the floor price is going down and it's going up. And like, uh, for me, that it worries me not too much the floor price, but more the sentiment of the people. And because like the floor price is like a reflection of what is like how people are connecting with the brand and how they are connecting with uh, the robots, uh, the robotos. So for that, it, it is important in like a apparently like a we're not doing enough on like going out there and talking about like a why this is important to us 
and also sharing more about like the stuff that we're doing. And maybe it's more, I, for me, it's like, hey, maybe it's more of a communication problem that we haven't done enough uh, of uh, spreading the word. But at the same time, it's, uh, I think, like every every person who, every collector that comes, for me, it's, it's, it's a gift. And, and, and just like seeing people excited about the art and seeing people excited about the story behind this. And also, yeah, getting excited about the, like, hey, this this could be a good investment. For me, it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, let's, if that's what you care about, let's make this happen for you too. Whereas, like, hey, hopefully this uh, this thing you bought for this amount later in the future, you can sell it for uh, an X amount. Uh, and that might help you to pay your bills, uh, pay for, I don't know, like uh, maybe some, uh, like something that you need to pay, you know? And, and if that's through... Uh, the arts of robotics that will be amazing. So uh, I, I, it's not. I'm not saying that I don't care about the, the those numbers. I care about the people more and the, their motivations, and that really moves me. Yeah, makes sense. I love that you focus on, like, yeah, like you focusing on the community, and it's one of those things. A lot of people are like, no, I want you to hold this, like, this piece forever. Like, hold on to it, hold on to it. Your focus, hey, if you need to sell it so you can pay your bills or you know live your life you're okay with that. Like I, I really like that kind of attitude towards it and you've got a really good attitude towards community rather than focusing on the analytics and the numbers so much. You're looking at the actual people who are holding it and that's incredible to see. And you've got so much art that's so diverse behind you. Like um, actually, like Lucas mentioned before, the butts with the triple S, um, those ones are hilarious. And I, all of these are currently all open source, so anyone can go and utilize them, I guess. is it? Have you actually thought about possibly making these into NFTs? Yeah, because I have to admit, they are super creative. Like, I even I, I was like, whoa, what's this? And then I scrolled down, and, and there were just so many interesting ones. I was like, this is funny. I just was laughing. Every time I scrolled <laughs> down, I saw a new one. I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. The next one was more hilarious. The next one was more hilarious. I was like, what? This is amazing. Yeah. This guy is an amazing I, artist. It's just definitely something you can see. So much has come from butts. Like it's <laughs> it's incredible. It's like you've you've given a lot of uh, I don't know, je ne sais quoi to the butt. <laughs> yeah, it's uh that was sort of, it's so weird because that one when when I created that one it was uh it was just a collection of like illustrations. When I did this, I did a Twitter thread and I did a like a marketing campaign, and it was I was very serious about it. <laughs> like I would do videos and stuff. And I mean, you like, gotta hey. be you gotta be serious. You gotta be serious about the butts, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but but at the same time, I was serious. Like in like everybody was in the joke, you know, whereas like, Hey, I made a case study. I made uh, a video and I put it on product hunt, like on product hunt. It was like, I think it, it didn't stay on number one. I think it was like, it, it, it went down to number two or number three, I think of the day, which is still very good. People were like, what the hell is this? These are just like drawings of bots, but I was selling it like the best thing in the universe, you know, like it was going to change the world. Like people needed drawings of bots on their presentations, on their keynote presentations, because if they wanted to get that investment from the VC fund, they needed to have one of those. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know, it, it, it was uh, like a funny thing project. And 
yeah, I think I think the world deserves uh, per- perhaps like having them as, as NFTs. So uh, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I might do it. Definitely, definitely get on that because I know it's been discussed before, even like in our private rooms where we've been saying, you know, we've gone and had a look at it, and so many people who are in the space want your butts. <laughs> yeah. That's they, all, we we can't say too many too many that to too many people. So if somebody wants your plural butts. <laughs> yes, they they can look at them, but they cannot touch them. <laughs> well, they are open source, so we can all touch them. <laughs> you can. You actually can. You're right. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, it it it's a fun project, and I I don't know if you see like all the stuff. That, that I made is it's really always on the on on, on like aim the experimentation on what can we learn from this what uh, wh- what are the things that are going to uh, put me in a different place or was going to change my mindset or how can also create something that other people will enjoy or have a laugh uh, about then. I don't know. That's that's what moves me. What's that's what motivates me, and and um, makes me really happy that you have found the butts, and and like them. I love the case study you did with it because it kind of explained very complex topics in a humorous, dynamic, and fun way. Which normally this is all really dry. Like a lot of UI and UX, while it can look great, to actually discuss it and go into that sort of stuff in detail is very dry. <laughs> so I think you're bringing that humor and, uh, you know, having like the key, keynote butts and everything like that. And, you know, you have actually done it in a really smart way. Thank you. Um, was there a reason why you wanted to explain like some of these topics in in a really simple way? Like, obviously, you're a natural born teacher, so that's kind of a given it was uh i've always wanted to do a case study of my work like i see something that is like a designers uh we will usually write you know about the the things that we did or process what what we're thinking why did we even start like working on this what were the problems that we're trying to solve so uh and and you're right, like uh, some of them are really serious, you know, because you go and you understand the reasons behind a project and, and the thinking behind something for as a designer, as a creative and, and for a team, you know. But at the same time, sometimes uh, once you are too much in the in, 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 in a circle, you start realizing that everybody just like does the same thing or that everybody writes about the same stuff and, and, and maybe some weird value about something that everybody does is put upon it. And it's like the case study suddenly re, uh, becomes this thing, like the source of truth of something that sometimes I feel like the they're reverse engineer. Like uh, a lot of the reasons behind the case studies or the things that they put there, maybe they weren't really part of the process, but because a case study is something that you need to have in your project, maybe you write it that way and, and, and just so you get the applauses from the other designers and everybody's in that circle jerk and and just like saying, yeah, yeah, amazing work, amazing work. Now you should read my case study. Oh, you should read my case study. I don't know. Like it's, it's a little bit of like also like having a laugh about that that thing, that meme in that little bubble of designers that we all are. Uh, like a having a laugh on 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 those things that sometimes are 
uh, that per pervasive way of thinking can become also like a, a monotonous way of thinking and, and you're not really uh, exploring different uh, ways of doing stuff. So it was kind of also, it was a little bit sarcastic and, and I, I thought hopefully it wasn't too much, too offensive and too on the nose. It was like, hey, it's just like drawing some bots and let's think about these things that we as designers do and let's try to do better. It was more about that. That's amazing. And yeah, can I tell you, no, your art is, uh, especially the, the bots is definitely really, really good. It's definitely not, it's, I think it's PG. So it's, or, or even G almost at that point, but it's amazing art. So what I, I want to know is when you see all these like celebrities buying all these NFTs now, I'm sure you, you see the news and stuff like that about NFTs. Were you, were you surprised when some like, famous people started buying Robotos? Were you, or is there one that you can remember? Like you were like, oh my God, that person just bought a Roboto. I can't believe it. I cannot believe yeah. this person owns one. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, like I saw the president of Time Magazine that got, he's, he's been really active on the space and just like seeing him as a collector was like really great. I seen others, Maybe not celebrities, but they're celebrities for me. They're just like uh, other designers that I admire, uh, other creatives that I admire, and just like seeing them having like hey, like believing in the project and and having their robotos and avatar. That I don't know. That melts my heart, you know, because it's like oh, I admire your work, and as a fellow creative, and seeing you to, like embracing that that. I don't know, like that, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I don't know, like I, I wouldn't know what to think if Drake had a robot. I'd be like, oh, that's that's weird. Uh, but like having someone that, that is closer to you, that means a lot, you know, like uh, having uh, friends who uh, like they're, I don't know, like for me it's, Oh, sorry. What, what the fuck? My, my, my voice is breaking. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it's, it's, I can see why. That's okay. We can see it's, why, man. I would too. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, seeing uh, friends, you know, just like, hey, Pablo, we, this is awesome. We believe in you. And look, I got a Roboto. It's like, wow, that's awesome. I, I, I sometimes I want to, I'll pay for you. Really? You bought it? I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm as an artist who, throughout their whole life uh like art i, I don't know I'm, I'm 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 from mexico and and sometimes art I, 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 it's not exclusive to mexico but uh like art sometimes you it's it's hard to be appreciated by people right and i think i have come to peace with that mindset where it's like hey pablo the art that you create it's not about making money it's not something that is going to pay the bills Creating your art is something that is going to make you happy, Pablo. So if you're okay with that, you can continue with your art, Pablo. That's what I will tell myself. And I was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. It's okay if uh, uh, the art doesn't make money. I can have a day job. And with a day job, I can buy my paints and I can buy my sprays and I can make murals and I can make my comics, you know? Like, uh, like I will be my own patron, you know? Uh, so seen that shift where it's like people actually like i don't know just like saying hey no i i i like this and i i i, I will not, not only tell you that i like it i will actually buy it for me it's like wow really <laughs> okay uh thank you so uh, 
this, I don't know. This 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 whole thing is kind of a weird dream that I don't want to wake up from. Right? I mean, this is this is basically giving you the ability to sell art on the blockchain that possibly you you know, it could have been the butts, just could have been open source instead of you putting it on the chain and now it's being sold like you just said. And you're making, you know, there's there's a way to actually sell your art in an easier way. And then not only that, but everybody wants it. You're surrounded by robots right now. Your robotos are in this space right now. I'd say half the people are wearing them. I mean, that would be, I, I can just imagine that must be a, a shocking to you in a way. Like, just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm guessing yes. <laughs> Who oh, uh, would you... sorry, like I, I was muted, but uh, but yeah. yeah, actually, Keith is here. Uh, Keith, uh, Crypto Kid. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Keith's a great dude. He's, he's awesome, and I I love that he's wearing a, a bottle too. So you were t asking me about celebrities, and Keith, I, I see him as a celebrity. He was telling me that he was going to wear his Roboto in his shorts in his next fight. So I'm nice. like looking forward to Keith, that. Keith, good choice, my <laughs> man. Yeah, Keith's a good. Keith's a friend of mine, man. Also, Keith, uh, I'm happy you're doing that. That is awesome, and you should yeah. definitely support Pablo's stuff because Pablo is a really good guy. So respect. Yeah. So like I I was like wow I I so I might uh, actually go to the fight I think it's going to be uh, in LA uh, in Sweet. October so yeah I'm gonna be there uh, I live in LA so perfect <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome we'll, and, we'll uh, all hang out that'll be great yeah so anyway I just like uh just really grateful with the community uh, I we've been working really hard the team too just like uh right now i actually left and i left my computer with uh, uh the team so they can keep continuing the airdrop we're doing as we speak we're doing an airdrop right now uh for all of our robot holders and it's just like a little pieces so some of you uh, check your wallets maybe you you have an, a surprise there uh but it's slow uh, lucas how slow, like it's, yeah. it's like working on this stuff. Like uh, it's also nerve wracking because you're doing, am I doing it right? And if you make one mistake, one little mistake, it's there <laughs> for everyone forever. on the blockchain forever. forever. <laughs> yep. It's, That's the beauty and also the pain of the oh blockchain. Oh my God. And, 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 <laughs> and the apps, when you use them and everything, it's just like you have to be very careful with like a... It, it gives you an error, and it's like, was that an error? I don't think it was an error. <laughs> so a, a lot of, if there's something that I learned on the blockchain and on, on tools that try to work with the blockchain, it's like, if they tell you that there was an error, eh, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't an error. So don't try again. I, you don't know how <laughs> Do many not times. Do try it again. <laughs> It'll mint and keep minting. <laughs> keep minting the same thing and then realize that I made a collection with the same thing just repeated a ton of times I'm like ah no what yep. happened you told so me there true. was an error that's the danger of this isn't it yeah that's hilarious so it, it, it's and lucas you should go check your open sea <laughs> i will you got a you got a present from Paul. oh I will. You I'll got check it. It. i got mine too i'll check it i'll check it later yeah. I, I don't i don't want to we're in spaces don't forget so i can't do anything right now <laughs> well yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know if, uh, uh, what else? What else? What other questions do we have? Oh, I got tons, trust me. So who would you want 
right now, if you had to choose, besides Keith, because we he is obviously a, a very famous MMA fighter, Keith K.O. Barry, he rocks also as a person. Who else of notable fame would you want rocking a Roboto? What would make you, it would just be, it would just complete the collection of the Robotos right now. If you had to oh, choose man. just one. Or, or you know what, even give me like a top three if you don't want to just choose one. I, I, I don't know. Like it, it would, I don't know. It's, I, I really, I'm going to say like movie directors, I love Spike Jones, And I feel like Spike Jones would be into NFTs. Oh, he definitely uh, is. Yeah, he would definitely okay. do it. He, yeah. he 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 already is. I I don't know if he is. No, but, he's uh, he's interested in it. I've heard him talk about it before, but he doesn't probably have a wallet or anything like that. But I can tell you, everybody's digging into this right now. Like there's not. I can tell you, I I can almost guarantee it. I'm not promising you, but uh, I can almost guarantee that he has a person telling talking in his ear saying, NFTs. Everybody is right now <laughs> at the top of the pyramid, like Spike Jones, like Keith down below right here. They're all looking into NFTs. They're all seeing like what they could do with it as well because it's a brand new. Even though it's not, it's not a brand brand new technology. It's new now. Like everybody's yeah. understanding Web three. Everybody's understanding like how uh, basically NFTs and blockchain technology can actually change art and make it way more profitable and accessible. And it's actually a really good onboarding tool for people to get into actual crypto. Right at the end of the yes. day, this tool right here. NFTs is the strongest asset crypto has for onboarding new people. So that's what I think. You're, um, you're right. I hadn't thought about that. You're right. Because it's, it's, it's at least fun. you can understand it, right? Yeah, and it's, fun. it's also fun. And, yeah, exactly. And, and, it's, and it's something that you can, like, you can show to other people. Look what I got. And the other people will be like, okay, that's just a JPEG. What, what are you talking about? Uh, so, <laughs> and then they can explain, no, it's not just a JPEG. Let me tell you all about the NFTs and the blockchain and all this stuff. So it, it is a, a, a good conversation starter, I think, too. Uh, but another person, okay, yes. I'm going to say another person. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the traits that I really love and on, on, on the Robotos, but I would say Fat Mike uh, from, he's the singer, the songwriter, uh, bassist of a punk rock band called No FX. And, and I don't know, like, I, I believe that he will be into NFTs too. Uh, so if anyone knows Fat Mike, you should be that voice in his ear telling him NFTs, NFTs. Uh, I can and, tell you, I'm writing, I'm writing that down for you right now. Cause if, if I don't know somebody that knows him, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get him into a Roboto. So yes, yes. And, and yeah, that's, uh, I don't know that. Those two, that, that, that's a short list, but uh, those two people uh, that have been, you know what? Last one. Okay, last yeah, one. Yeah, three. You got Quentin, three. Go for it. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, man, that would be a good one, right? Which, yeah. What, which Roboto do you think you would be interested in? Like, which one, like, stands out to you? Like, you think you would be, like, oh, that's the one for me. Any well, ideas? There is a, a, a trait that is actually called uh, Mia. And oh, it's just no like. Way. And it's based on Mia Wallace's from Pulp Fiction hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just like a, that, like a kind of like how do you call it? Like the bangs that it's just like straight bangs and just like a the, like you know Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction uh, when she's goddamn I say goddamn 
she she's uh i don't know that that movie i think uh again i was a kid watching that movie back in the 90s and that was like really that blew my mind and really made me think about like i want to create stuff like that i want to tell stories like that and 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 yeah so like him having i'm pretty sure that he will get really passionate about nfts too imagine quentin tarantino explaining nfts to other people just like in his really passionate just like weird and fast way of talking talk and, and trying to explain nfts to, in interviews that would be amazing to watch so if anyone can be quentin tarantino's voice uh and, and it doesn't have to be a roboto i just want quentin tarantino talking about nfts you know and i think yeah. that that would be great that would be cool. I have to admit, I, uh, those are good choices. Some really solid ones for sure. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. What, what is your, if you had to say like in the NFT space, like, is there projects that you're like, wow, like these projects are amazing. Like I would love to be like a part of that, or I'd love to meet the people who actually, you know, basically developed that project. Is there like a, are there, are there, what are your three favorite like NFT projects besides Robotas, of course? Yeah. <laughs> is there any I, other ones that are, you're just like eyeballing all the time? Like, wow, that is great design or wow, that is a, just a great project or wow, they had a great rollout or whatever it was. The cool cats stand out. They, uh, I, the, I love that you just said that. Me too. It's, <laughs> I uh, love the cool cats. We love the it's cats. It's just like their team uh, seems really focused and really dedicated and really focused on the community and just like yeah the art and and i would say like the art like it it looks uh like the thick lines and also the the themes are a little bit uh, uh i think in part with uh robotos and how uh they're a little bit more like i don't know family friendly but but i don't know like they they don't go too hard on the like weird stuff and it's like, hey, like somebody could see a cool cat, and it's like, oh, that that that's cool, you know. That that's a a little drawing that I that, that I enjoy having, that I enjoy looking at. The cool cats also dead fellas, which also have a similar art style. I think they they I really love like how they use zombies, but they didn't use zombies, and they didn't go too hard on just like making them just like all, all creepy looking. They, they look cool, you know? They look uh, friendly. They look like, a, oh, it's a, that's a zombie I would love to hang out with. Uh, and so I, I suppose like a, I, just on the art alone, I really like those two projects and also just on the what they're doing and how they're focusing their, their communication and how they're focusing the community. Uh, also just on like how they're, pushing like the limits on what you can do just like also the the board apes like you cannot ignore what they're doing it's just like uh, amazing how they they've been able to just like being like like on so this visa and on, on auctions like real auctions of like uh traditional like art auctions you know and having a board ape there it's just like it's not only great for them, it's great for all of us, you know, because it validates everything that we are doing in the space. It, it helps, like, put uh, NFTs and the artists in NFTs, like, on the eyeballs of all these people who might be like, oh, but that's not real art. Oh, that's just a hype. Or, or that's not, 
that's not a real deal, you know? And it's like, hey, like having validation. Uh, yeah, it legitimizes it, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. It, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like, it's, there's so many things that have gone on sale at that auction house. It's amazing that that a board ape actually made it there. And, I, and it's just all these NFTs making it there is basically legitimizing the space. So you're absolutely right, Pablo. I, I totally agree on that one. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, at the same time, there's, I suppose, there's still that side that we all have where it's like we're doing something different. We're doing something uh, that is that is not uh, uh, following the norms established by that uh, art elite, you know? Right. And, no, it and, makes sense. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's good to keep that edge too, where it's like, hey, we're doing things differently, you know? And, and, and it, but at the same time, hey, yeah, you, you, you I don't know, like, there, there can be something in between. And, and, and I don't know, I, I enjoy at the same time, like putting at the end of the day, we, I believe in the, the idea of abundance, you know, where it's like, hey, let's put it out there for the world and others to enjoy. And this is these are this is just the beginning of what is going to happen. That is going to be more standardized and more uh, adopted by everyone. Where it's like a the idea of of having authentic, like authenticating the things, the services, the objects that you get from a brand from a community, from a service, uh, and getting that authentication is not just going to be uh, a feature that is added. It's actually going to be a requirement because we're going to be living in a world where you want to have that authentication and you want to have that uh, thing that tells you that this is a real deal. And and NFTs are just the start of that. And, and how we're doing it right now, I think is just like on the art side, it's just the start of that. But that's going to happen. Like it's going to be embraced by 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 everything that we do uh, i don't know maybe i'm just like no you're like right laser eyes just like pointing out of my eyes in a crazy <laughs> way right now but i i i have drank the kool-aid and i truly believe that this is like something that uh four or five years from now is going to be like just a standard i absolutely agree with that i think we all i think all of us in this space right now agree with that statement so I think you're you're batting a thousand right now. My question, another question for you: How do you feel, or have you thought about, give it some thought that these tokens with you know your robotos could be actually used for access to other things like business development deals, where you can make a, a partnership with a company that hey, if you have a robato, now you get this. Or you you get access to something exclusive like a like an event or you know besides your you know obviously besides the online community there's also the there's also abilities to like give people like this like super cool access to like special things have you got have you give that have given that a lot of thought or yeah it's it's that's the the kind of stuff that just excites us right where it's like okay like we can prove uh like like this show kind your of, like, like show your bottle at the door and you can come in. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, it's not just the JPEG. It's really kind of like a card, you know, like a membership card that you have right. uh, to different benefits that you get, and that's uh, uh, that's the beauty of this because, like, a uh, for for collectors is the idea that you can use this not just to to display your avatar. The avatar is just uh, a statement of the, what you believe in, and also the 
access to the things that you have to. Uh, and you have access to your community, you have access to uh, the things that this uh, gives you. Like now, like, and, and, and that's also the idea, like a going to other services, other uh, knocking on the doors of other companies and telling them like, hey, you know what? We could do a deal where if like we have these NFTs and then you can prove that whoever is, like it's a, a a token holder, then we can do a deal where you can give them this. But it, it's a it's an upstream battle, right? Because like you go and knock on doors, and they're like NFT, what NFT? What more like WTF? Uh, so it's a uh, it, it, it's a work in progress. Whereas like a and that's why a lot of these things we have to work together on like opening those doors, uh, opening those doors where these tokens. Uh, are uh, give you some utility not just inside or space, but really on um, the other things that are more traditional. So I think it's a it's a work in progress, right? Uh, sure. And like we do it right now, which is like a with the airdrops, and we're doing it like a uh, if you ha hold a robotic token, we're going to do another uh, thing that we're calling RoboPets. So by having this Roboto token, you get access to different things that we're creating. But the idea is that it's not just limited to the things that we are creating, but really uh, services that other people will really benefit from. Uh, and, and, and it's just like, uh, it, it's a work in progress because like for, for a lot of them, it's like, why not just do it with an email? Why not just do it with a... <laughs> Uh, a login or something and it's like no but this is this this is meaningful this is like actually you you can prove like uh, authenticity with this and anyway i it's just something that i think is going to be uh, uh, more adopted by different brands and by different services no and it's something that we're all like slowly we have to work together to open those doors i think yeah i agree i think it's kind of cool too that i mean how do you, it must feel pretty cool that people are actually using some of your avatars as like digital flexes. It's like, they're like, hey, I got a Roboto. Like, it's <laughs> like a Rolex. They're like, literally like, hey, look what I got, a Roboto. It's pretty <laughs> cool. And everybody's like, whoa, nice Roboto. That is so amazing. Like, that's what the, people are talking like that right now about your Robotos, Pablo. I mean, you have to know. I'm sure you already know that. So I that's that's cool that's awesome isn't I, that so cool i, I don't know what Unless to think you, of that. i don't even know, yeah i don't even i wouldn't know what to think about either i'm just like it's just so cool to 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 think that's how people are using them right now and it's yeah. just yeah there's just so many uses for them in the future and i could see i could see you having some parcels in decentraland too have you put any thought into going into the metaverse yeah we have uh started playing around with that um Actually, if anyone wants to, like, I don't know, uh, I can connect with you. us. Oh, don't worry, I got okay. you. I have a, okay. we have a, we have a oh, entire group that does exactly this, and I will introduce you to them right after this chat, and okay. they will be the people that'll help you all, like every step of the way. So no problem that, whatsoever. Okay, awesome. Okay, that, done yeah. deal. Because like yep. at the end of the day, we're also like a small team, and yep. we want to do. Do it all, but it's like at the same time, you you know, like it, you worked in startups and everything. You have to focus yeah. on the things that you can do uh, right now, and but uh, it's also an opportunity, like you, we were saying in the beginning, to delegate and also work with other and collaborate with other people who are just as creative or even more creative, and then know the skills and know the tools to do other things that you just like are just in your head right now. So, yes, 
let's do that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's no problem. I will uh, DM you and maybe we can talk uh, offline and maybe, you know, like on Slack or something like that. I mean, sorry, I always say Slack <laughs> on Discord. And uh, I'm so I'm no, I'm a business guy. So at the end of the day, like I always, I for some reason default to Slack when I'm using Discord, like literally for the last six months religiously. So go for it. Man, like I, I, obviously I, we, we still use the Slack, yeah. uh, but it feels so slow in comparison. I know. I oh know. my God, it it's feels crazy. like so like stagnant in comparison to like how Discord moves. Just like Discord is so always true. like, bam, 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 bam. it's like, oh my God. Uh, so. Discord and spaces. Discord and Twitter is where NFTs live right now. So yeah. I could, without those two, without these two, there like there would be. Like the NFT space would be a lot more boring, and I think a lot, a lot less electric. The the way how the way it's electric now, I think. What do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, uh like uh, those tools have allowed us to just like really connect, uh, and I I love it. I, I'm still learning, by the way. I, I I feel like every day I find find a new feature that I didn't know existed. Uh, so yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, you you can just hear the, just so you know, it's amazing to hear the passion in your voice. Like I've I've talked to creators a lot, and you are the most passionate person so far in this uh, in creator I've actually had the like privilege to talk to. So I just want to let you know, like I'm sure everybody in this audience can like literally hear how much you love what you do. So I just wanted to say like that's amazing and. You know, thank keep you. That, yeah, keep that curiosity. And genuinely like, love the community and want to help others in the community as well by having all of those sort of free courses and having, you know, you're sharing products like your your road uh, your bots one that actually has been around since what 2018. Like you've been you've been in this space for a really long time. Yeah, just uh, putting out there uh just for others to use uh and we even built a tool called uh blush for anyone who is interested in getting illustrations and doodles blush that design uh like that's a that's a tool you can use for that and actually we're thinking of uh we're now like like i was telling you in the beginning we're like a like in meetings and stuff and we're thinking of like a like shifting or tooling and everything to just like support other artists uh, who want to uh, get into the NFT space and where like after all this experience that I've gone through Robotos and just like uh, creating this thing, uh, uh, all this stuff, like, I realized that there's a huge opportunity to uh, uh, create tools that are easy to use that when they tell you there's an error, it's actually because there was an error. Uh, and they like have that user experience that one would expect from a creative tool. And that's something that we are starting to do at Blush. And actually, yeah, we're going to start hiring soon. Uh, just like uh, get in there like like with other artists, with other creatives, help them like really like get in the space in a, in a way that is that feels a little bit more friendly. So that's something also that we're working on, and I'm really super excited about that. I'm, maybe I'm, I'm rushing on this announcement, but it's uh, something that uh, we're going to share later. I'll, you'll, you'll potentially see me just like posting about that, and, and we'll want to collaborate with other artists and just like help them. Where it's like, hey, we just want to help you do this stuff because if we help you, we're going to learn too. So, and we're going to be creating 
eventually tools that others will benefit from. So we will want to collaborate with others on that too. Uh, just like uh, on the stuff that we have learned on Robotos, how can we make tools that others can use? Um, and yeah, so I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> no, keep no, talking. please love don't. It. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like uh, this is this has been really fun. Thank you, thank you for organizing this, Lucas. And and no, and also, my pleasure, Amy. my friend. We can we have a we're gonna do a little Q and A right now if you don't mind. If people want to come up and ask questions, this is your chance. DM us real quick, or just come up and ask. This is your chance to talk to Pablo. Yeah, anybody, come on up. I'm gonna bring up I'm Keith so we can actually chat. We got another person right here. Here we go. We'll add someone right now. Passion, you got a question? Yeah, I was originally going to ask about the RoboPets, but of course he talked about it, but just wanted to say, you know, badass, amazing conversation, and also appreciate the airdrop. Obviously, it sounds like Lucas got one. Hopefully, a bunch of us got one, but I got a badass Queen Kitty Bato, which is awesome, and I just I just put it as my profile picture, but uh, great conversation. Thank you. Yeah, no That problem. is awesome. I see it now. I, I, it's so cool that it's uh, happening and that you're getting it, so thanks for sharing that passion. Yeah, I was. It was funny. I'm like, why did he change his profile picture to that? I didn't know what it was. I was like, is that? A, did he just get a new NFT when he was like listening to the space? But no. I was worried you. Lucas thought that. I'm like, <laughs> I bet he thinks I bought an NFT, changed it. I'm on his stage, and then so I, I needed to not only thank you but also that clarify that. So love no, it. You're you're good, dude. Hilarious. <laughs> hey, uh, um, minimals. Go ahead, my man. Hey, re really quickly, Pablo, my uh, my brother is a documentary filmmaker, and he filmed a fat wreck. Uh, it's a documentary about Fat Mike that is on um, it's on uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Uh, I, I just I just texted him and he said uh, he's going to send me his email. He said he responds it every once in a while when he's just not, you know, fat miking it up. But uh, I'll DM you his, uh, his email so you can you can contact Fat Mike directly. Dude, what the? Nope freaking way that is this is amazing. how it happens pablo this is how it happens pablo you come into the space and people just start helping the nft yeah. community is amazing it is minimals I, you rock buddy you're i awesome. have awesome. the My perfect Joel Herrera. I've, i have the perfect robotic for fat mike it just has uh like a a really nice uh address because fat mike he will like come out and play with a dress and also with a mohawk and dude yes i will Ah, uh, anyway, okay. Dreams I'll DM, I'll DM you. I'll DM you, and I'll, and I'll go back down to listening. Th thanks, Lucas, for bringing me up. No, Minimals is my Thank pleasure. You, man. We get a, a slow chat, man, so I, I know that already. So I'll hit you up. Yep. Take care. I love people coming up and being able to make these connections. It's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's what the, this community that's, always does. Yeah, spaces. The spaces like allow Twitter Spaces allows you access. It's amazing. Go ahead, Tesla, um, Grogu. Hey, uh, I got a question for you guys, uh, especially for Pablo. And why are these NFTs so valuable? If they're, it seems they're just a JPEG image. I still don't understand that. So uh, the question is like, why are NFTs in general so valuable, or more like Robotos? I could, I guess I could, I guess I could answer that question too, Pablo. If you want, I mean, or you, if you want to answer it, you can answer go. it. Please go. No, 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 go for it. I think. Uh, okay. you, I think you might be better. I, yeah, I think. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm definitely not better. I'm, I'm just. Uh, we're all winging it to some extent, my friend. So, I would say everything in this world is speculative. 
And if we decide to put a value on gold or silver or platinum, which absolutely does have a utility, I get it, but people decide what's valuable and what's not. And we decide that these collectibles, and collectibles have always been valuable. So when you were collecting baseball cards, why was a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card so expensive? Why was you know some, some other rookie card so expensive? Why are Pokemon Go cards expensive? Why does everybody want a Charizard? Just because it's a physical copy compared to a, a digital copy makes it no less valuable as a collectible. And all it takes is a bunch of people to go, hey, that's valuable, and now it's valuable because we live, our entire society and the human race is based on speculative things. Everything is. If, if we decide tomorrow, I am not going to pay for uh, something as simple as like almond milk. It's $4 for this a container of almond milk. But we all decide it's not worth it anymore. We're not going to pay that. And we're only going to pay $2. That we will only pay $2 for it. And they will change the price and figure out how to cut costs. And that's just how, that's just how the world works. And uh, I think that was a little bit of a troll, but you know, Hey, you know what? I don't mind. We are going to get a few trolls up here every now and then asking questions like that. It's like, you could have just Googled, you could have just Googled that, but he had to troll. Um, Okay, go hey, ahead, Andrew. Uh, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew's been waiting patiently. Hey, Pablo. It is a great honor to talk to you. And uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you because this Roboto collection is unique. And I haven't seen in any chain an idea such original. And the moment that I saw, I appreciated the art. And uh, I myself, I love NFTs uh, ever since this movement started in 2017. But to me, the, the accomplishment that your team has done has been amazing. And additionally, I want to, you know, I, I think I get a vibe that you're Latino and I think you're representing Latino artists uh, very well. Um, so I really want to congratulate you. But my, my, my question to you is that I'm getting a vibe that Robotos is starting to become like a V-Friends kind of culture movement because it's the only project that is a Roboto theme that is very, um, it's not based on, 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 on religion or anybody's background. Anybody can relate to this project. So this project could go anywhere and become a cultural movement. And I can't wait to hear more about it and, and learn more about you guys, what you guys do. But it could totally be, become even bigger than be friends. And I know that that sounds really crazy to say something like that, but it really gets that vibe. And, and I, I, my question will be, do you think there could be a similarity with with Be Friends and and with the movement that Gary Vaynerchuk is doing, or has he uh, influenced you a little bit with this, or not? I I uh, I think uh, it's it's amazing what uh, they they've done. I I'm not very familiar with how Be Friends work. I'll, I'll be honest. I I've been more like uh, seeing how. Uh, what's what's his name? Oh man, I, I'm I'm embarrassing myself just like uh, because I don't know. Who, you, all, who are you looking details. for? What, what what name are you looking for? Oh, of the the person behind uh, Be Friends. Uh, oh yeah, Gary. Gary his name is Gary. Gary yeah, Gary Gary Vaynerchuk, and he's using them as a utility token to actually have access to an event and this and that. So there's a whole lot of stuff he's giving access to with those things. So um, that's just one way of using a, a an NFT or you know any kind of like. Yeah, basically, that's a very good use of an NFT. Yeah, exactly, and and I think uh, that's something that we were planning to do uh, right now. Uh, yeah, it's just like 
we're learning from everyone in the space and all the different experiments that they're doing. And, uh, and, and yeah, like a BeFriends is, is like a good example of how you can bring utility to your token. So, uh, so yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm Latino. <laughs> I'm from Mexico. Uh, so, so you got that right, Andrew. All right. Let's see who else is up here that has questions. Go ahead. Um, Maxim, uh, Maxim Petrov, go ahead, my man. Hey, uh, just wanted to come up real quick. I, I wasn't going to speak, but uh, I heard about the airdrop and I, I ran to open my computer <laughs> and look at OpenSea and I immediately put, put that up as, as my profile picture. It's like, thank you, Pablo. These are, uh, these are super phenomenal. Um, I think it's, it's an amazing uh, idea to do uh, your, your initial sketches as, as these airdrops, uh, which, are, which are super, super cute. Thank you. So cool. You got the uh, the punk kid bottle. Oh no, no, that's, this is wheels. Yeah, it's the it's the wheels kitty kitty bottle. The wheels. Yeah, kitty yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and just for anyone who is like wondering uh, what we're talking about, this uh, we we like we've been working on an airdrop, and it's just a collection of sketches because like before I vectorize everything or before they become like the actual traits of something. I usually like sketch them by hand on like on, 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 on an iPad that I usually use Procreate. And we like decided like, hey, it will be cool to just like actually share these uh, sketches, you know, and, and, and put them out there as airdrops for the people in the community. Just like a, a, a fun little like the original drawing of something that becomes they became later the real thing, you know. So uh, we are just doing the sketches of an uh of a project that we're working on that is called RoboPets. Those are coming in October. So we like just decided to just like, hey, do an airdrop of those little sketches. Uh, and, and that's why the, the collection is called Roboto's Genesis, because it's just like how they were born, uh, these uh, little drawings. And yeah, and I'm, thanks thanks for putting it in. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, so thank you, Maxim. Yeah, yeah these, uh, these are great. Those look uh, great, by the way. <laughs> I, I heard you guys were talking about butts previously, and and uh, I also wanted uh, everybody to go check out Pablo's uh, Poplito Planeta stuff, where he did like little horoscopes. Uh, those were hilarious; made me laugh so much when they initially came out. Super creative and talented. On but you have, I mean, you just don't stop creating, Pablo. It sounds like you just keep going. This is amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I think, uh, like, I've, I'm always looking for opportunities to just, like, do more drawings and just, like, hey, what can we do, you know? And with Robotos, like, this is, like, oh, my God, this is it, you know? I can just keep creating stuff here, and there's an audience here. So, for me, it's, like, the perfect thing, scenario, you know, where it's, like, I have an excuse to just keep drawing stuff and keep creating. And not only that, like to collaborate with others and just like bring others who also are creators and are people who enjoy the story. So I, right now I'm like with Robotos, I'm, I'm living one of my dreams, you know, like having an audience that likes the art and that they're hungry for more art <laughs> and i'm like well that's what that's what i do so i'll give you more i'll feed you art so uh i'm and i think that people are starting to realize that all i do that this is just for me i'm just enjoying it 
way too much. <laughs> so hopefully they, they enjoy that I enjoy it too much. And this is just an excuse for me to keep doing doodles. What a, what a great, I mean, think about that. How many people have an outlet that you then have a, a built in audience for? You can just like keep doing what you love and everybody just appreciates it so much because you're just so talented. I think that's, that's just such a cool thing. Uh, both of it, both things, super talented and people who actually appreciate your artwork. I mean, that's just amazing. So, yeah. And, and, and again, like being with a team that also, that is also creative, that is also like gives their best, like it, shout out to everyone in the team who are also, that's the magic of, of, of collaborative work. And, and that's something that also took me a long time to understand that I, I will usually work in a silo, you know, and, and that idea of like going back to what we were talking in the beginning, where you think that you can do it all, you know, and then you and also like not only that, but also kind of a, why would I ask someone to do me a favor with this thing? I don't want to uh, uh, disturb them, you know, so that that was kind of my thinking before, where it's like I wouldn't bring others to my projects because I didn't want to bother them. But then I realized that, no, you're not bothering them. You're giving them an opportunity to work on the thing that they also love. So and, and once you find that, where it's like, hey, maybe uh, it's a project that you're working on and you have a friend who is who loves writing and I don't know, fiction or poems bring them to your project and then tell them write poems about this thing and they're going to love working on that because they they're working on their passion and and you you're collaborating on that thing and and both of you are working on those things that you love that's that's something that took me a long time to understand and now i understand it's like oh poop it's like making a team that is like you doing swear. the things that they you're, love. You're allowed, you're allowed to swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, uh, but uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's it's something that I I'm realizing that's the the the, the most magical thing for me. It's just like uh, finding a team that is also like doing the things that they love, and I, I I couldn't be more grateful and thankful for having a community and a team that is that is like that so passionate. That is awesome. Can I that ask, awesome. with regards to the current airdrop, so like I was lucky enough, I've just gotten one, I've just popped mine on as well. Um, did you find, like, have you done many airdrops in the past for the actual Roboto's team? Like, sorry, Holders? Yeah, so I think this is, is this our fourth airdrop? I think uh, uh, maybe as a third. Uh, we did first uh, uh, something with, uh, like, emojis, uh, we were like creating emojis for Discord, and then we decided to mint them, and and just like uh, give them out. And some of them, yeah. So like that was the first one, and then we did another one with uh, uh, also like a Genesis one. I don't know. We we've done quite quite a few. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, this is the fourth one. Yeah, this is the fourth airdrop that we do. Yeah, I still have an airdrop in my wallet from the first Roboto I had before, and it's basically a sketch of my original Roboto. So that's pretty cool that I still have that in my wallet right now. Looking at it, I'm like, man, that's a, such a good, such a good piece to have. So I just, I love the airdropping. I love the new art that you're making for everybody that's already a, a token holder. It's amazing. So appreciate that, and I, we we get we definitely see the attention to detail and how. Uh, you, you're just so generously dropping into the token holders' wallets. It's pretty amazing. So respect. 
Hey, Jai, Jai, you got a, you got a question? Hey guys, um, I hope you can hear me all right. I'm in a little bit of a noisy area. Um, I, I just wanted to say, you know, super congrats to you, uh, Pablo, and to your team. Um, you've done an excellent job. Uh, the robotos look amazing. Um, you know, as an as an artist, I'm interested not only um, in the success of the project, but also in the evolution of the artist. Um, this is like a new age for for artists, especially digital artists, digital artists, and and finding new ways um, to get products to consumers who are going to love them and it's going to bring them joy. I had a couple questions um, and I'll try and keep it quick. Um, the, the first question was, how was that, um, how was that process going from being like, you know, the typical artist, I'm the same way you were just talking about it, where you're, you're used to working on your own. You don't really want to bother anyone. You're, you're used to just putting your head down and drilling through the work and doing it because you love it for yourself. And if someone else comes along, great, but you're not really looking um, for help from anyone. How, how was that process transitioning from a siloed approach to a collaborative approach with your work? And then the second part of the question is this, what would your advice be to an artist um, who has a good like collection of work or a good project concept or even has already created the work and um, is now looking to to move into the next step, the next phase in order to get that project into something that will create a uh, community. Because I noticed in searching on the web and YouTube and a lot of talks which lack substance in the sense that um, they'll, they'll talk about the NFT space, but they don't really talk about how to go from great concept, great work, great art to like getting a team and then actually launching it. So if you can help in either one of those, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Jay, for the questions. And uh, looking at your drawings too, and that you draw in meetings in real time, that's really cool. Uh, and to your questions, uh, I think uh, for me, it was like a switch that suddenly uh, I turned on, like when, uh, uh, like realizing that uh, your art doesn't have to be done in a silo that you can bring others uh, to like also do the things that they love doing i think it was uh like just a switch that i i, I learned to turn on uh, and it, it, like like you were saying like it was more of a i didn't want to bother people with my crazy ideas but then like it, it was more of a learning process of understanding that no people actually want also things in their lives they also want to have something else that they work on and another project also they like you might be the artist the one that draws and you might and and uh, we have this myth that uh, creativity is reserved for the people who have those skills and i i don't buy that the creativity is in all of us. We just like uh, have different ways of uh, putting uh, an output for that creativity. So once you uh, understand that, once you see that, then you realize that, A, the people with the spreadsheets, they're also being creative on solving the problems of making the formulas and making those things like actually magical numbers, you know, happen. Like even, yeah, and I'm saying like the extreme where you would say like, no, someone with a spreadsheet, that 
those are that's not a creative person no they are <laughs> they're just like in a different way so if you find a, a way for uh, others like uh, to have that creative outlet too and 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 it's something that like i don't know like it could potentially also benefit like the project that you're working on or your art or the things that you're doing i think actually people will not be bothered they will be thankful that you are bringing them along in in, in this journey so it's it's kind of a a a shift that you have to make in your mind where it's like you're not bothering people you are you're actually uh, uh bringing them in a cool journey and 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 helping them also grow uh, uh creatively so that's one uh like a like again just making that turning that switch on in your head and then on the other one just like a advice on the space i would say also like it's related to the other one like find a good team like find the people you want to work in where uh like even if your project fails like it and, and when i say fail i mean like in that like i don't know it didn't potentially got the attention that you wanted you still gain something where you did something with uh with a group of people that you enjoyed working on so that's number one just like uh find the people you want to work with and well also find the people you want to work with that have the skills for this so on this like you will want depending on the project i don't know what you you want to do but let's say that it's a generative art project well you want to find uh people who will uh maybe they don't know uh solidity dev maybe they don't know web3 but there are developer who actually has the attitude to learn and wants to uh, uh they're curious enough that they will like dive deep into this and actually try uh doing experiments so it, if you you just got to find those people who are uh curious enough that that you trust because that's another thing that you want to bring people who who you really trust on this space because there's there's a lot of stuff that could go wrong uh, uh, uh for for you as an artist that uh you might like some, suddenly realize that you shared your royalties with someone that you didn't want to share your royalties with uh or that uh you uh I don't know like uh, you realize that uh like part of the contract was something that you as an artist maybe you you, you didn't didn't want to agree with but you didn't have an option uh so uh, i think you you need to bring the people in that you trust that and that also you are curious enough that's a step one and i think after that it's really just being patient and just building a community that's really important i see a lot of artists who go and create amazing art and they put it out like i don't know they put it on rarible or they put it on open sea and they're like why is it not selling well hold on like maybe you have followers on Instagram but that doesn't mean that they're going to like your followers on Instagram like how many of them actually have a wallet <laughs> have you actually uh, do, done the work of of informing and educating your audience about like what are the steps to actually even just like get your art uh so it's like building that community it's 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 really about that because like even Lucas was talking about like what is like I don't know if they were a troll if they were actually curious like what makes NFTs valuable and what makes NFTs valuable is just like is not just uh, uh, particular to NFTs it's just to any piece of art you have to have consensus of people they're really really pretty much as like memes you know so if you don't have people who understand the meme then the meme is not funny 
So it's the same here. If you don't have people who value your art, then your art is not valuable and not, nobody's going to get it. So uh, like build that community, it, like bring them and, and bring them as part of the journey. And, and they're going to value your art and your art is going to be as valuable. Your community is going to define how valuable that art is. So uh, bring, it's, it's all about people, I guess. It's not just about the art, it's really about the people. The people who you bring to your team and the people that you like, you build the community around. So uh, I don't know, that's, that's a great that's a great answer my friend I, I you explained it perfectly as far as I, I can tell that was awesome yeah um let's see who's next who wants to ask questions here let's see rem uh remnant go ahead my man hey thanks for having sure. me up um pablo big congrats um my wife met you at uh cascade sf a few years back and just said you were really awesome um, she keyed me into the fact that you were doing something with NFTs. Um, I'm a web two dev, uh, game dev for the past 10 years. And I just kind of stumbled on this rabbit hole after learning about Bitcoin. And I, you know, I, I was skeptical at first. And when I kind of realized that, you know, you can have two thoughts in your head at once and, uh, that what NFTs means for creative people being able to like own their true value. And, and create something and, and put it out on the marketplace uh, for, for the market to decide rather than, you know, for uh, whatever corporation or whatever direction uh, you're kind of being pushed in. It's like this, this revolution in creativity. And it's just amazing to be here, amazing to be a part of this. I feel like I'm one of those curious people uh, in tech you were just alluding to. I'm working on my, my first generative art project. And I'm, I'm looking at all the platforms like Artblocks, and it's, it's amazing to see them, but they're all full. You know, they're backed up for months. And so I'm, I'm wondering, as someone who just wants to be a creator in this space, if you have any recommendations for um, maybe platforms or, or technology resources, like learning smart contracts, just anything that um, would be useful to someone who's looking to launch a, their first project. And, uh, and Remy, let, help me understand, like, uh, are you saying that uh, you're looking for to partner with another artist or you're looking to partner with another Solidity dev to create something and you're looking for a space where those kind of resources or those kind of connections can happen? I'm definitely looking to meet people. Um, I, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a complete noob here. Uh, I, I'm someone who uh, definitely feels like I have the... the computer science chops to just dive in and, and learn any programming language. So I, I want to go learn it myself and, and sort of like own it end to end. Uh, but you know, if this works out, um, and even if it doesn't, I would love to partner people with people in the future. I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty far along with this project as it is. Well, that's awesome. Uh, Remy, you're, you're one of the few thousand people in the world who are learning this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's definitely unique. I agree. It's uh, I like I, I don't know. You you you're becoming. I, I don't know how many people like actually know this, but I'm I'm taking a, a wild guess. But it's uh, you being curious and you uh, going in and creating your own project. It's uh, it's is a way to go, you know. And I think uh, if you find if you if you look, you will find where because there's a lot of people who will 
want to collaborate with you because uh, having someone who, who who who's learning about this stuff it, it's it's really valuable. So I I don't know. Let's chat. Let's. I I actually already sent you a DM. So uh, let's chat too. But if anyone I suppose like wants to collaborate with. Uh, uh, with Remy, maybe you can send yeah, him. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna DM for sure. I just followed him because I'm like, uh, hey, this is like, he's a he just called himself a noob, but you know what? You took the first step and came in here, and uh, you know, are asking the right questions. And you, you, what you do when you put that message out there saying, hey, you know, I want to do this. Like, you're basically sending that message out to all of us, and we're gonna, we're of course, we're gonna like jump in and like help you out and point you in the right directions and all that stuff. So you've just made a whole bunch of new friends, my man. So you came to the right spot. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Thank you no, guys. You're very welcome. Thanks for the, thanks for the questions. Really good question. And I love your Ethereum, which I think that's what you're wearing right now. Yeah, this was my first NFT. I, uh, my buddy <laughs> told me about it and I was, I, I had no idea, you know, I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll do this to be open-minded. And I just, my heart was pounding. Like I had so much fun. It was ridiculous. That's it's a, it's a lot more fun me. than crypto. It's a lot more fun than crypto, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like, do I want to just watch like a, a price yes, ticker? Or? Exactly. My point. That's the NFT. Like that's what's so magical about NFTs is that it just onboards you to blockchain and to crypto and everything that it has to offer. It's just such an amazing thing. And I'm, I'm glad you saw it and found it. And uh, yeah, it's just an amazing thing. I agree. The ticker is annoying. The ticker is boring. The ticker causes anxiety, right? I remember staring at that ticker and I'm like, oh God, it's up. Oh God, it's down. Oh no. Every, every morning, every, every yes, hour. It's like buy high, sell low, great investment strategy. Everybody does, Everybody's done that at one point or another, right? But NFTs allow you what is elon yeah, doing exactly what, what what did elon tweet uh oh that's a spike there's a spike in price oh okay hopefully he tweets today and i can <laughs> it goes up but you know nfts you don't have to worry about that where there are people that can influence this market right but it's more it's just collectible market it's not a it's not a coin where it's completely highly like super highly volatile because it's because somebody decides to like tweet about something and all of a sudden uh, Bitcoin drops by 50% or the, you know, like the U S government goes, Oh, we're going to ban Bitcoin. And then all of a sudden it drops by, you know, 45% and you just lost half your, you know, realized gains kind of a thing. So yeah, it's just, it, and it's like I said, it's just family friendly fun. It's just fun trading. Uh, it's just fun trading NFTs. It's fun buying NFTs. It's fun wearing my avatar right now. This thing is awesome. And Pablo created it. And we're actually talking to him right now, talking to the creator of this amazing NFT collection. So it's just, it's just super cool. The whole space is just amazing. So I'm glad, I'm glad to be a part of this big family. So yeah, it's cool. By Andreas. I think uh, you are uh, raising your hand. Yep. He's next. Please. Hola, Pablo. <laughs> uh, I've been here before. Lucas knows. Oh yeah, come I on and ask guess. weird things. <laughs> Go for it, my man. No, I came in late, so I guess I missed some sort of airdrop. Air do you have a Do you have a Roboto? Say again. Do you have a Roboto? No. Uh, well, I have a Roboto.eth. 
No, but... no, no. I mean, you need to have a, actually like an avatar, a robot. No, it's avatar. new to me. I just looked at them when I got on here. And gotcha. yeah, I love their art. And what I, the reason I wanted to go up and say anything, I didn't plan to do that, but is what you guys were talking about. Like, you just have to mention things. You have to ask for things. You have to put things out there. And that's what I want to do. I'm available for work of any kind, digital, analog. I work in 3D. Uh, I work in uh, wood. I work in balsa. I screen print. I vinyl cut. I'm available. I need a job because my rent is late. So that's all. <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming and, up. <laughs> and Lucas, I DM'd you more of the cutting out thing. So that is an idea for making a, some sort of NFT for me on OpenSea. And I wonder, is it a good idea? So that's all. I will get back to you right after this conversation, my man. Cool, Thanks, cool. bye, Andres. I think Sean was next. Oh, hello. Hey, Sean. Uh, yeah. Hey, how's Pretty it going, good. guys? Uh, good? Yeah. Awesome. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you guys, and uh, pleasure to talk to you, Pablo. Um, thanks for hosting this space, Lou's name. To be in, uh, like what uh, you guys are talking about with Remy, like that ticker symbol is annoying, and like it's just kind of like stocks, and it's like it's so much better to be investing in an artist that that you care about and love, um, and. Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of grew up like playing with like Legos and I'm highly inspired by that. And I think that's kind of what sparked my imagination. And like the Robotos is very like kind of reminiscent to that too. Like it's very Lego looking and it's very cool. Um, actually, just kind of I got my first Roboto today. Uh, it's super cool, Pablo. Um, and uh, I guess my question is. Uh, so like, you kind of answered it earlier when you're talking to the, the Jai, um, I think, but uh, um, so like someone for someone who has a UX kind of background, I, I do myself too. And someone who's passionate about uh, film and art, um, do you think uh, with art, do you think aesthetics or story um, is more important when it comes to like people appreciating your art uh, and valuing it? Um, and my second part to that question is, do you have uh, a story um, lined up with your robotos? I think uh, I think people react uh, more than anything to stories, and I, I think it's a combination of both. It's not they're not exclusive, uh, but the the art like is really amplified when it has a story behind, and when you can. Uh, say why things are what they are. And so I think you, as you're saying that you're a storyteller, I think you have a, an advantage there. And and that's something that also at the same time, you don't have to have, have it all. Uh, and the beauty of, of this is like that also you can rely on the community. Uh, sorry, uh, you can rely on the community to build the other parts that that maybe you, you don't like for example like the loot project is an example it's like the extreme example of how something can be totally community driven where the things all you get are just the primitives and then from there 
stories evolve, uh, characters evolve, like art evolve. So I think it's uh, uh, well, I'm 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 like the artist behind Robotos. I think I have always I'm trying to keep my ears open to what the community uh, can do to like really push up the project, right? I see every token holder as not just a, as a collector, but also as an influencer. Like you, you keep hearing uh, people saying, uh, you, see, you should uh, get influencers on Robotos. And I will tell them, what are you talking about? There are 4,000 influencers on Robotos. Every one of you is an influencer because every one of you can go out there and talk about this thing that you have, this art that you have in your hands. And you can go and tell your mom, you can go tell your uncle about these things. And they're going to say, you're crazy. What the hell? JPEGs. And then you can explain them. You are being an influencer in the lives of others. Uh, so I, I believe in that. And I believe also in the influence of what this token becomes. That is not just a token, but it's also a story. They're characters. They live in a world. Uh, and, and that's something that I've been developing and I've been sharing with the community. I think right now they're a little bit like, okay, this is cool. Keep working on it. <laughs> but it's also like uh, I, I share it not just to tell you uh, this is what it is, but more like, hey, this is open because like I, if, if you have ideas on how this could evolve, I am all ears, you know? And, and yeah, so like uh, going back to your last questions, like, hey, there's a story behind this. Yes. Actually, what if I tell you that robotos are not the only living forms living in Robotoland? That what if there were different societies and organisms and they all believe in different things and they all behave differently, but they all coexist. And like robotos actually are just are the, the, the dominant, if you will say, species species in this world but i like i've been sharing on discord just like uh the other uh societies and organisms that live here that they live there and this is set 200 years in the future uh and what happened like after like uh, an event that happened and that's why they're all living in that and that this a little bit this dystopia and utopia too for some i guess uh so Anyway, there's the story, but also like embrace what other people bring to that story and what the other skills that you might uh, uh, you, you might not lack, or you might lack, and and and, and the magic happens. So, I, I, I like what was I talking about? I, I was talking about influencers and then stories. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but <laughs> you're doing good. You're all right. You're definitely on the right uh, track. You're good. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, uh, uh, hopefully that was my long answer answer your uh, short and concise question yeah it was good it was a good answer mclancer you gotta you gotta uh go ahead my man mr lancer go ahead. hey I just, yeah. yeah hey hey i just wanted to say thank you pablo i was looking over these uh rubatos man it reminds me of some cartoons i used to watch in the 80s like that that theme that the the style and so i i, I love them so i just wanted to say thank you for Everything you said tonight and for Lucas and Amy for hosting this, this is great. Great information. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lancer. That's that's pretty cool. And yeah, like I was a kid of the 80s, so I'll, you will see a lot of influence on that and a teenager of the 90s too. Yeah, it's amazing. 
I think that's it, unless somebody else has, a, has some other questions here. Anybody else uh, want to ask some questions? Marvos, got anything? Uh, I did have like one question, but not <clears throat> what, like, how did you, well, let me reword this. Um, did you create the full 10K at once or was it like, you know, generative or like, what was the whole process behind that? Or is it like a team? Cause like, that's a lot. Cause like, there's like a lot of different iterations and each one of them like, look like they took like a lot of time. So I was like wondering like the whole logistics of it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And yes, I drew all of them by hand. Uh, and it was uh, just a couple of hours just drawing them. And no, I'm kidding. Uh, this was. <laughs> this was what? I was yeah, like, I was what? <laughs> well played. No. <laughs> the, the, the magic of this, uh, the, the generative art projects, is that uh, there's the randomness that is behind all of this. And there's the. Uh, uh, the algorithm that helped create all of these. So uh, what was the process of this? I created pretty much just like a design system uh, of all the different traits, of all the different parts that uh, can that make these robotos. And it's almost like creating, like for, for those who use do web development, uh, you will think of like think of like, like React components that React components that like live inside other components and they create uh, bigger components and create patterns and create uh, systems. Uh, it, it's kind of like that thinking uh, on all the little parts that are are almost like atoms that are part of cells that are part of organisms. Uh, so like when you think about uh, building uh, doodles that way, then you start thinking of all the little pieces that how they they will fit together, how this hat will look with these uh, uh, eyeglasses, how they will look with these uh, uh, mustache, like and when you start thinking that way, then you build a system that with all the different traits, and then you uh, partner with a really smart. Uh, developer, and if you're already a developer, then you can do it. Whereas, like, a you take all of these assets and then you put them together uh, in in a way that is like the, that is like random. But you also want to have some control over this randomness, and that control uh, allows you to say, I want this trait to be a little bit more rare. Uh, and that's when uh, you influence this algorithm by saying. A, this uh, don't spread all the traits equally, put less weight to this trait specifically. And by putting less weight, you're saying don't use it as much. And by the algorithm, by not using it as much, then when it's creating random uh, 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 generations of, uh, of your art, then it will not pick that trait as much. And then it becomes rarer. And then you can say, actually, put less weight, even less weight, and then it becomes really rare. Or you could do the opposite, where you put more weight to a specific trait, and then it becomes more common. So that's, I'm trying to explain, like, really complex, like, uh, uh, algorithm and code that uh, Zach, who's here in the audience, uh, like, uh, or, or developer, he developed. Uh, but it's a... Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm explaining it in a way, oh, yeah, you just add like a, a couple of things. And that's something that actually Zach did. He built a tool for me to test these things. So he built a tool where it's like I could actually just press a button and say, hey, give me a lot of this trait because I want to test it. So give me a lot of uh, generate a ton of robotos with this beard. And, and that way I was able to preview how this beard will look 
with the sunglasses, with uh, uh, with the visor. I will look with uh, the antenna on the right, and and then I will be like, oh crap, it it looked good with this straight, but it doesn't fit with this other one. So then, okay, back to drawing it, and just like, hey, let's make some changes so it fits the other ones. And there are some traits that would not fit together. They were just like, nope. This would never look good with this other trait. So then we also, uh, Zach also, like, uh, listened to his user, who, who was me, and, and he built a feature to allow me to also put rules where this trait never combines with this other trait. Why? Because it just doesn't look good. So uh, it doesn't look good. And as an artist, uh, he gave me that power to have on this tool. And these are the tools that we're building. On, on, I'm going to do a a little uh, uh, announcement, uh, uh, a little commercial, but that's uh, the tool that we're uh, tools that we're building at Blush to allow other NFT artists to also uh, just create their art this way, uh, with just like a, a simplified uh, UI interface where they can also have control over their art, but also allow the algorithm to do its magic, where like it's it's kind of a collaboration between the robot and yourself as the artist. So that's that's something that we're working on, and 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 that's something that we used in in uh, on Robotus, and we want to make it available for other artists. That's amazing. You're releasing that to others to use because there's so many people who are saying that they're going to develop something like that or are trying to release that, and you're already there. That's amazing. And you've used it for yourself. How, how long was the process for you actually doing the artwork? The the artwork took uh, around a month, uh, uh, just like a endless nights of just like a drawing all the uh, little things, and and and, and it took longer because everything is vectorized so it's actually like drawn on like with a pen tool uh so but i'm not saying that that's more difficult it's just like I, it takes time so yeah it, it was like a month that's cool that's still pretty and good it, yeah especially for one person working on it it's pretty it's pretty amazing that you were able to crank all that out as it just yeah it's really cool and i really look forward to those tools that you, uh, or at least that, especially that one tool you were just talking about, like to make it more like easy, like easier barrier of entry to get into basically making this generative type projects and to be able to test out different looks. And like you said, traits, it's, that's just amazing. I think that's one of the biggest things that hold a lot of folks back from getting into this because they, they actually have to rely on other people to like, you know, the coding part, if you can make it in, in like you said, the tool make it kind of like a no-code type of tool, that's the future anyway. I mean, there's so many no-code products out there where it allows people that don't know how to code to be able to make creative, uh, make these generative projects or, or actually just make any kind of project you want, any kind of art uh, from this from the tool you're creating. It sounds pretty amazing. I can't wait to test it out. If you ever need a alpha tester I'm or beta tester, whatever you want to call it, if it's still in alpha, I'd be happy to test it out for you. So I'm sure a lot of other people would too. So. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, right now, what we built was really uh, specific to Robotos, and and so we. And that's why I was mentioning we we want to take well users and also just like a projects if uh, like so, like work in partnership with a couple of projects just so so we can learn and like what are the different use cases that different projects are going to look for and in how to build a tool that uh, that can be used for any project and is not just uh, specific ones. That's, 
fascinating. Hold on one second. I got someone here DMing me. They want to ask a question. I can't see them in the audience. So, yep, nothing I can do. Sorry if you have to raise your hand. I don't know where you are in the audience. There's a hundred people in here. So, <laughs> um, well, Lucas, thank you so much for hosting yeah, this. Pleasure this is mine, my man. Pleasure awesome. is mine. Yeah, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I know it was a, lo- a little bit longer of a chat than you were, you were probably expecting, but your knowledge is unbelievably like again, like people love you, and obviously you love what you do, which is amazing. So. Thank you for coming and spending time with us and explaining the Robatos. And uh, again, uh, thanks again for creating this amazing collection for us. And I just look forward to what you're going to do in the future. And if you need anything, I'm going to, I'm going to follow up with you and connect you with some Decentraland people. I'm going to connect you with all the stuff we, we uh, need to connect with. Get me in the DMS. Don't be afraid to hit me up. And uh, again, thanks for being up here. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Pablo. Uh, Thanks, Marvos, but especially thanks, Pablo, passion, all you guys. And everybody in the audience, thanks for being here. You guys are awesome. We couldn't do this without you. So, Pablo, again, thanks again, my man. And I know, uh, you know, it's probably late where you are, and appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you, Lucas, and uh, thanks everyone for being here. Thank you, um, a- Amy, for all the questions and just, uh, yeah, this is awesome. Let's do it again. Maybe we uh, are. We will. Maybe uh, I-, I don't know. Later, when uh, we have Robo Pets and and you can start minting them, we can uh, just like talk about all that process too, because it's going to be a little bit different, and I think it's going to be exciting. And uh, and and yeah, thanks for for doing these things. And we can and do a launch like... party if you want. Um, if you're interested, oh. we can actually do a launch for you, and then just have everybody in here, you know, and talking about the uh, Robo Pets. That'd be amazing. Awesome, awesome. Yep. Let's do it. Let's plan it. Yep. And awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And everybody, thanks again. And uh, I'm going to close the space now. And and thanks, everybody, for being here. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for coming by. Have a good night. Good night. Bye, everybody.